Hello, it is Monday, March 22nd, 2021. Madness is happening. Oh, baby. March Madness is happening. I lost 20 grand. You'll hear about that. NFL moves, Ian Rappaport, the whole damn shebang. If you like this show, by the end of it, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. And once again, if you were watching the games this weekend and you thought to yourself, I should be watching the games on something bigger and nicer. I wish I could zoom in on the little things happening behind the scenes. I wish I could come out of the Stone Age and watch TV on something perfect. I was thinking that all weekend. Right now, you can find great deals on big screen TVs from brands like Samsung, LG, and all of that. Best Buy is the only place you can get them, and Best Buy will even bring it to you with fast, free curbside pickup and delivery. Visit BestBuy.com today. Let's do a little upgrade in our daily lives, shall yeah, we? Need it. Absolutely need it. No better time than now. Can't believe Best Buy actually sponsored this show. This is a big deal. Shout out to Best Buy for everything you've done for us in the past and currently doing now for everybody else to upgrade their televisions and anything else they could potentially need in the tech world let's get to the show shall we ty sounds good after missing a year of it i think we all forgot just how awesome march madness mm-hmm. is i am by no by no means <laughs> a college basketball fan okay i like when west virginia wins like that's kind of how i watch college basketball i like when west virginia wins it's better than west virginia losing but aside from that if i want to see kids miss a bunch of shots i will go to la fitness okay sure. like sure. i don't even know what we're I, i'm here for but march madness it feels like the play is better because there's only 64 teams invited it feels like the moment is bigger so some teams really dial it in and then these icons and legends emerge out of nowhere that we could have never imagined a 101 year old nun is back in the pop culture because of a man who has a mustache and is built like a guy who could potentially be coming fresh out of a divorce court or your uncle in Crutwig maybe being the best basketball player I've ever seen in my entire life. Loyola Chicago is a school that obviously did great a few years ago. But nobody remembered that that place even existed until March Madness happens yet again. And by the way, they might have the best fucking team out there. This school that is small, that obviously prays to the Lord and Sister Jean is their mascot, a 101-year-old nun that does pregame prayers where she actually lays out a plan of execution to the Lord while she's saying it. Uh, We have a great opportunity to convert rebounds as this team makes about 50% of their layups. Damn, this team stinks. We shouldn't lose to them. And 30% of its three points, our defense can take care of that, she says to the Lord. And the whole team goes, amen. And God says, you know what? You're right. We're going to have that big Coburn zone bitch in Illinois win. But with the... the analytical assessment you just gave to me, yeah. God says back to Sister Jean, you guys get the win. That team might win it all. Their defense is We're out. <laughs> Fundamental basketball, let's go ahead and weave this thing around. They have two plays on the offensive side of the ball. Guess what? Just like remember the Titans, if you do them perfectly, it don't matter who you're playing. That team is awesome to watch. As has been all of March Madness, except for the game I went to yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, March Madness is here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. A couple games were in the first round were down in Bloomington, hour and a half south, and West Lafayette, hour and a half north. But everything's here in Indianapolis. Went to the West Virginia game, second, second round game. Okay. Shout out, Boss Connor. How you doing? Good, how are Shout you? Out. 
I'm a little heartbroken about what happened yesterday. I lost about twenty thousand dollars yesterday. Oh, 20k? Yeah, yeah. Very quickly, very quickly too. Jeez. And I was at. I got. I actually got a chance to watch it. So Syracuse, West Virginia had an incredible, you know, second round matchup right there, at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, which we like to call Bonkers Life Fieldhouse. Yeah, right? yeah. You know that whole place is packed out. And Syracuse, West Virginia, old Big East rivals now. Hey, long history. My first ever game at West Virginia University was against Syracuse in a Big East matchup on ABC on Sunday. Okay, it is Syracuse-West Virginia. We, we, we've danced before. Mm-hmm. That's right. Jim Beheim, we know this fucking guy. Oh, yeah. He's been around a long time. Long time. Had no idea he had a kid, though. Okay? I don't oh. think anybody did. He named his kid Buddy. Okay? Jim Beheim, incredible name uh, for your kid. I might name my kid Buddy, actually, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Buddy Beheim is this kid who was illegally recruited to the University of Syracuse, <laughs> uh-huh. has had high-level coaching his entire life. Mm-hmm. I assume an NCAA coach at the highest of levels has bought him birthday gifts his entire life, given him cars, allowances, free gifts, everything, and now he's this superstar in the Syracuse team. But don't worry, I said. Going into the second round matchup, we had Huggy Bear. Bob Huggins just won 900 games. How you doing? Keep moving. We got this little white named McNeil. He ends up scoring like 22 points, but he can get hot. McBride is incredible. Culver's our big guy. Hey, we got a big guy. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. I watched right in front of me yesterday. Syracuse beat the shit out of us early. Ooh. I mean, it was getting ugly. I thought I was a curse. I thought it was me. I was looking around. This team stinks all of a sudden. Is it me? Then they get hot. Then we get back into this thing. Then the game gets going. And at halftime, I want to let you know, we were down six at that time, I believe, at halftime. Buddy Bayheim had zero points in the first half, maybe one or two, whatever. I watched him at halftime. He came out of the, the locker room early. He stood within the paint. And he shot one at the rim. It missed, just like all of his shots in the first half, basically. Then I saw him do it again. It went in. Then he backed up a little bit. It went in. Oh. Then, he, then he started going to every single spot at three. <laughs> so he didn't miss again. And I thought to myself, oh, no. The son of Jim, the illegally recruited kid that just caught on to Syracuse that we just learned about in the first round after dropping 35 points or whatever, it appears as if he got hot. And let me tell you, that halftime performance he put on carried itself right into the second half. West Virginia put up quite a fight, but a travel call in the end is what cost him 20 grand. But I want to let you know the madness did not stop there. Every team seemed to have lost this weekend that you thought was going to win. The teams that are supposed to go to the top have fallen so quickly. March is madness right now, and I think we're just pumped to be a part of it. I'm so thankful March Madness is back. I loved it. Obviously, there was NFL news. I think there was a golf tournament or two. I think there's a lot of things going on. But if you weren't paying attention to this, you're a sports fan, I think you got it wrong. The upsets were in a plenty. Oral Roberts, obviously. Yeah. Shut up. Listen. Bobs. Yeah. The Oral Bobs. Yeah. Don't sleep on them. Can't sleep on them. Syracuse has a couple upsets. Oregon State has a couple upsets. I mean, there are teams cooking right now, and we're just getting started. There's another full lineup of games that starts in about five minutes. Iowa's playing Oregon, Mm -hmm. actually, at Ty Schmidt. Iowa seems to have a guy in Luca Garza. I just bet a rather large amount of money that he's going to score over 22.5 points. I saw him in an interview. He's got two earrings. Guy likes the big stage, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And he's been performing on the big stage all year. One thing that I'm a little worried about, some people think it's uh, actually in Iowa's favor, but Oregon hasn't played since like March 12th. They're the only team that's first round game got canceled due to COVID. So these guys have fresh legs. So I, I am a little worried about that. Iowa's been in Indianapolis for like 
over two weeks at this point, but it's at Banker's Life uh, or Bonker's Life. So, you you know, they get to – it's not in Lucas Oil where you have to deal with the depth perception. So I think the Hawks will come out and fly today. Yeah, the Oregon hasn't played in a long time, and it might be fresh, but they might be rusty too. They could be. They could be. might take a little bit to feel that thing out. And guess what? The Hawks have been flying for a long time in the city, like you said, two and a half weeks for the Big Ten tournament. They came – Big Ten stinks at basketball, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're going to hear – you're going to hear a lot of chatter, just like we did this year. And I think I was even a part of it. Hey, Big Ten's going to go. And I opened the show by saying I don't watch college basketball, but it nope. felt as if the rankings, highlights, everything going on, Big Ten had you know some wagons that were ready to go this year. They stink. There's a, Iowa might be the only shot that the Big Ten has in this whole thing. Yeah, Iowa, Michigan, and Maryland, uh, the only teams left right now. So, I mean, it was tough sledding. What, what, do you, what, what do you want me to say? The Big Ten did not perform. I didn't see it happening. I mean, you can go with the excuse that they just beat each other up all yep. season long uh, because huh. there were, you know, like seven or eight teams in the top 25 all season. But, boy, did they so get the So that didn't make the them better? Well, it did, but warm out. No, because the, warm out. It, it, the uh, Eastern Washington folks – they said that they got better because they played against Gonzaga. That's yeah. all they did was scrimmage Gonzaga, got them better. So, I mean, maybe the Eastern Washington folks who almost had a massive upset. Now, yeah. this Eastern oh. Washington team, I don't know if anybody watched them. Electrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking LA Fitness mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. You walk in there, you're like, who's got, I got next or whatever. And then you watch the team that's playing, headbands on, high shorts, yeah. incredibly awkward dribble styles. You see them warming up, you're like, yeah, I, my team's got, I don't know who I'm playing with, but we got next. Then you watch at 11 0. They just go right down mm-hmm. the court, right Dominate. back and forth. You're like, oh my God, that's an Eastern Washington team. They were, they were playing against Gonzaga. That's what made them so good. They almost went in the goddamn. In March, they almost won big-time game. Mm-hmm. You're saying in the Big Ten, they beat everybody up. Their confidence got low. They couldn't get better from that whole thing? Is yeah, maybe. Saying? Or it's just, I mean, it's a grueling schedule. You know, you look at some of the, like, the Big Ten played every single game this year. I mean, other conferences did too. But, like, there's a point where, you know, you're playing five, six games in a row and every single one of them's ranked. I mean, at the end of the season, I think if, that, with the crowds not being there too, I don't know. I mean, there's really no way to justify it. They choked big time, but I think that West would Virginia be an did too. By the way, West Virginia was clearly the better team. We didn't even play the one guy mm-hmm. that we had in Culver. The guy that I thought, like you know, good news, we got the guy. Culver didn't even play him. He sat down the entire time. He didn't look. By the way, I had my eye on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sitting right in front of me there. Sure. I was like, I'm like, hey, why don't we got that guy in? He was standing on the outside of the huddles, too, oh. looking in, clapping, mm-hmm. doing the whole thing, though. So it wasn't like he was hurt. It wasn't like he was pissed off. It was just like, no, I don't think we can use him because that zone that Syracuse runs for whatever reason. Gumpy, I think, has been to every single yeah. game. <laughs> Gumpy has been to five, six games at this point, right, Gumpy? Uh, three. One every day this weekend, Friday, yeah, Saturday, Sunday. It was literally <laughs> at, <laughs> he was at Banker's Life. He was at Lucas Oil. He was at all these different places. Yeah, Gumpy's big takeaway, and this might be a shocker. These refs stink. Whoa, whoa. Gumpy, don't they? These refs stink. The end of that Texas game on Saturday night just ripped my heart out. Well, how about West Virginia? They end that thing with a travel. And by the way, in the arena, you, you get nowhere near as good of a view of the game as people at home. Okay. Yeah. I don't even really like watching games unless there's a TV near me so I can only see what's going on because I think you get a closer zoom in. But it was nice to be a part of the, you know, the clapping. It was nice to be a part of that. That is a very vital thing, but you couldn't really see him. Apparently, he definitely did travel there at the end Mm -hmm. of the game. 
four and a half seconds left though mm. with down two like down three i mean after buddy Beheim makes one and misses one just let the guy do a three-quarter shot potentially review it late what are <laughs> we even quiet. doing why are you looking for a travel there didn't even give him a chance now he did shoot it i don't remember paying attention to whether or not it was close to going in but man as soon as that whistle blows there i'm like oh the ref just the ref literally just decided the game in this whole thing, Gumpy. It's been a bunch of bullshit. I mean, that 80-year-old ref was calling things one way all day yesterday. <laughs> it was Pat. very apparent. The guy, the guy on Syracuse, every time he inbounded the pass, his foot was over the line. He didn't even look at can't it. Can't see that, by the way, at home. Those are the things that we oh, could yeah. see yeah. that you can't see at home. How bad was Lucas Oil like, seeing the game? He said it was not great. It wasn't bad. I mean, I honestly, that was the first college basketball I've ever been to on Friday night, so I'm just living it up right now. <laughs> nice. Nice. What do you think? Awesome. Oh, you loved it. Uh, I'll probably go every day. He's going again He's tonight, going he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, being there for that West Virginia-Syracuse game, it was much better than just watching it at home, I guess. But then, like, the, the feeling. But then, like, the not uh, – just, like, the DVR thing yeah. is – yeah. is so vital in my particular style of watching thing. Did that mother – I do a lot of – that guy just – Hold on. Whoa. A lot of that. I do a lot of that. Can't do that a lot, but there's a lot of, you know, clapping. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some moments I miss clap-wise because I'm going right to the Jumbotron because I'd like to see that mm-hmm. thing back. And by the time I want to celebrate, it's already been quieted. So I think I'm just an awkward fan, like in in audience fan. Like I, I think I just, you know, I, I observe things differently. But it was a good time. Got to yell at the refs a little bit. That's, yeah. It's it, it is my first opportunity to live in a city with a chance to do this, so. Oh yeah, because up there in uh, we got we got no professional sports teams where I'm from. Do you, well, these are college teams, but like the um, or colleges even. Yeah, like, not even. Well, I mean, what about Manitoba? Yeah, you know, what about Saskatoon? Yeah, Bob? Saskatoon. You, yeah, the Dragons. Canucks stink, and that's a fair. Oh, that's a fair, oh, that's a fair ride away. Iowa from three brick. All right. By the way, fun fact: Big Ten has not won a national championship since 2000, so they must be just beating each other up every year. Oh, so many Final Fours they've been to, though. Doesn't matter, national championship. I don't even know what that means. How many Final Fours? How are we supposed to look into that? Is that a stat you think? Oh, yeah, they, they said the, the Big Ten team has been in the Final Four for, you know, like 15 in the last 20 years yeah. or something. Who said that? Big Ten said that? No, it's an actual stat. Can't oh, finish. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying. No, no. Forget the can't finish. Right, a little bit right, of a hater I'm there about saying. some Connor. But just saying. Because <laughs> it is interesting. I would be getting that stat out as fast as possible if I was the Big Ten as well yeah, after what happened to. here early. Because, you know, some people had three teams. That were in the, the Final Four is Big Ten teams. Yeah. Oh. The Big Ten coming out of conference play, all riding such a high. And then what, what happened? A.J. Hawk refused to say, yep. I owe, oh. and then everything went to hell. If I'm A.J., I'm saying, I owe the Big Ten, more specifically Ohio State, a lot more effort because whenever I mail it in, the fucking team mails it in. Yeah. Hope you're happy, A.J. Hawk. <laughs> yep. You mean he didn't even see it by the way? He's probably on vacation. Yeah, so, uh, coaching track. No, he's probably no. He quit that. Yeah, soccer oh, that's right. Hates the kids, but he's probably he's probably on a beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, those Buckeyes. <laughs> he said they'll win. <laughs> probably took Oral Bob's. Oh, he, he probably did. He probably did bet yeah. on the 
on the Bob's. Mm-hmm. Edtone Diggs, a lot going on in the NFL, yeah. though. Let's not get distracted, okay? No, no. Because we are not a March Madness college basketball show, although Luca Garza scoring a couple more, eight points already here, no, three yeah. for three Ooh, early. is great for the over 22 and a half. The kid wears earrings in interviews. Let's assume he's going to enjoy the big stage, okay? That's all I'm going to say when it comes to betting advice. Assume that somebody that does that, okay, not scared of that reaction, he's probably going to show up whenever there's big lights on. Shout out to Luca Garza probably winning me a bunch more money because West Virginia tried to tank me. Oh. Uh, but Diggs, there's a lot going on in the NFL as well, pal. Uh, finally, a wide receiver got paid. Speaking oh, of, yeah. let's get to that. Kenny Galladay. Congrats to the fucking Giants fans. Congrats to Kenny Galladay, who nobody knew if there was going to be a real market for these wide receivers because there was a lot of smaller-than-expected deals done. Kendrick Bourne signs, Nelson Aguilar signs, but the Giants have been getting a bit active in... $72 million deal with a max of $76 million with $40 million in guarantees. I don't think anybody saw that type of deal for really well, anybody coming out of this COVID. Actually, Pat, I tried to tell you last week that Kenny Galladay <laughs> in all likelihood will be a giant. I even I, I nailed the uh, the $40 million guaranteed. So I tried to tell you whether or not you took that as, as gospel. That's, that's on you. <laughs> When did you say? I don't remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, last week. I, you know, he was going to the Bengals and, and the Bears, and I just said, Kenny Holiday's going to be a giant. The simple as that. <laughs> you just had a feeling, Jay? Or did you tell anybody about this, or is this just kind of post? Well, no, I mean, that's my move. Is, you know, you don't say it, and then a week after, I, I let everyone know. I actually, I, I was on this first. I was on this first. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to happen. We, we didn't get it out as early as I would have liked to, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, why are the Giants such big spenders all of a sudden? Do they see the NFC East and say, this place stinks? Let's go ahead. If, if, not, if not now, then when? And if not them, then us. Is that what the Giants are thinking right now in this terrible NFC East, Jay? I believe that is what they are thinking. Also, uh, you can only make so many excuses for Danny Dimes. I mean, either he fucking stinks or he doesn't. So you get some weapons around him. If he's not the guy this year, then, then who knows? You know, you go into the draft and you get someone else. Jay does not deserve this. But I'll tell you what, I did not know he was in the studio. <laughs> How did this come about? Let me book him. Well, the, the bald cap was the new addition. Uh, I need to figure it out. I think my hair is coming out a little bit. But, uh, and, you know, this jacket was just laying around, so I said, why not? <laughs> yeah, there are some things on this show that, you know, that really get me. Me turning my head there to see, <laughs> to see you in full garb there. Was really good. Thank you for what you just did. You got it, Pat. Oh, Jay. Yeah. Uh Oh, Jay. Still, Jay. Sorry. I completely forgot about that. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Jay Glazer does not deserve that. No. Love you, Jay. Love Love you, Jay. Jay. Love you, Jay. Jay. Viva is back in the. uh, We do love you, Jay, by the way. Thank you, Jay. You know, they say that the most sincere form of flattery is. Imitation. Imitation. That's right. right. That's bullshit, by the way. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Especially when it's done like Maybe that. that. No. Yeah, that's right there. No. Yeah, we're here just saying. Yeah, yeah. Tie- I love Jay Glazer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. He's the biggest Jay Glazer fan I know. Yeah. Zito's back in the room, by the way. Zito, great. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Zito was off for a week, and then he had to fill in for Jay, who's back. Yeah. Jay. Thank you, Jay. Jay. Two Jays, yeah. Um, Zito, welcome back to the room. What is the poll for today? I'm excited yep. to hear this one. This one is a good conversation piece, I think. Yep. Hey, how's your bracket? 
Uh, right now, my bracket stinks, winning 87%. Pretty good, 13%. Okay. Ooh. So what is it again? If we could see it, it's what? Hey, how's your bracket? Okay. Question mark. Okay. Uh, 30%, pretty good. 87%, my bracket stinks. Our, our computer just crashed in the back. I guess we cannot pull it up on the screen uh, there. Nice. Um, it's geez. a shame for the YouTube folks. You can vote on that poll yeah. in the community page, but you cannot see it currently via this stream because our computer crashed. Oh! oh yeah. We're back. Activated. 84, 84% say my bracket stinks. 16% say pretty good. Who are they? Hey, tell me who the fuck you are, 16%. Oral Roberts people. Yeah, huh? liars. Yeah. The Oral Bobs so. fans. It's not just the Oral Bobs fans, though. It's also the fucking, I mean, I mean the, the, the AECU or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, those, yeah. How? 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 Can we put the, the upsets back on the thing, please? Yeah. Can we put the upsets back on the thing? If your bracket is pretty good, that means you had to have gotten, what, at least four of these Yep. Mm -hmm. at this point? Mm -hmm. Unless those people are lying and pretty yeah. good is actually not great because you'll see some like open mic comedians that'll go up, and uh, probably me included. Actually, this would never happen because I have too much. I think self-awareness is something I, I do have a little bit of. But there'll be comedians that'll go up and they'll do 15 minutes and zero people laugh the entire time. Come off. How'd you do? Pretty good. It's like, <laughs> it's okay, so this fucking person has no idea what, mm -hmm. what a level of good or pretty good. These people that say pretty good, what are they saying? They're, they're saying their ranking is saying they're pretty good or that their actual bracket is pretty good? I think they're saying their bracket's pretty good. Yeah. In, in good shape, at well, least. Well, so you would have to get at least a third of these then, right? Yeah. yeah. So they would have to pick, okay, we want Oral Roberts to go ahead and get the win over Florida, which a lot of people. Oregon State yeah. over Tennessee. North Texas over Purdue. That was that my in Indiana. Purdue, by the way, probably staying at their houses, if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah. It, no, they had to come into the bubble probably because mm -hmm. the... True, the testing. But was anybody staying where they stay? Well, they yeah, I don't know, because they were in Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament, so, they so I wonder if they just here. stayed. Anyways, close to home. Close to home. Yeah. Close to home. Close to home. But the bubble, are you really close to anything because nobody can get in? Ah, True. That's the question. Huh. But they are, you know, geographically close, close to, to home. home. Close, close to, to home. home. Yeah. Nobody could have guessed that. Loyola, again, we all forgot the power of Sister Jean. She has, uh, she actually gets God on the phone. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people sending prayers up there. Yeah. A lot of people sending them. Please, God, especially at this particular moment. Uh -huh. At this particular moment, a lot of praying going on. There's a lot of people sending up action. Hey, need a, need a race. Boom. <laughs> would like to get another stimmy, maybe. Let me get another <laughs> yeah. stimmy. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, would like our our, our company that was just told it couldn't operate for 13 months to work or whatever and okay there's a sending boom boom they're sent up there sister jean she's in the express lane you know what i mean she's 101 years old she's committed her entire life to the lord here whenever she picks up on the phone whenever loyola chicago is about to play Dang. in the second round sister jean has the hotline right to god and she yep. says listen here's the analytics here's the deal i wonder if sister jean ever keeps it real in those prayers every stat i've looked at <laughs> we got no fucking shit <laughs> Okay, God, but if you just want to do one of those little miracle things that you like to do, today would be a great day. And then, do you think the team's sitting around like, hey, even Sister Jean thinks we're going to sit I mean, what are the chances here? I wonder, and then how does God answer that? Like, eh, yeah. not, not your best effort, sis. Mm -hmm. mm. Who has a better connection, her, her uh, Tim Tebow? Well, I think you would have to say Sister Jean. Yeah, if you go sure. strictly by Tim brought so back to life, yeah. though. Yeah, but she's like the American Pope. Like, when she talks, God's What's listening. Tim? Yeah, yeah, but Tim, college... Success is all we're really judging this off of, right? And he has. Because Sister Jean, college success. Tim Tebow, college success. Does God success. have a connection yeah, to college perhaps. only? Well, because it's amateurism. It used to be above oh. both of them, probably. Well, it used to be oh, just some success at the pro level. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. But it seems what God giveth, 
God also take your day. <laughs> yeah. But she did die now. <laughs> yeah. That felt pretty good. But anyways, let's get to the more. Syracuse over San Diego State. I, I picked that strictly because whenever I was filling out my bracket, I did not know San Diego State even existed still. They were ranked higher than them. Shout out San Diego State. I, I wanted to be a member of your football team coming out of high school. Sent a letter and everything. Handwritten. Handwritten. Jeez. Come on. No answer. I just saw a picture of their they school. Come on, there's like a beach there. Aztecs. Yeah. I like to go there, I think. Yeah. Played soccer there for uh, ODP in San Diego. Love the area. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do I get to this place? I'll never go back. <laughs> uh, Ohio over Virginia. Maryland over UConn. UCLA over BYU. That BYU squad, they got that kid from Purdue. The, uh, the yeah, big the tall kid. Yeah. I didn't know that. He was over there. He, he lost the jump ball. ACU versus Texas. Rutgers, Clemson. Syracuse over WVU. And then Oregon State, obviously, over Oklahoma State. There has been what seems to be a massive amount of chaos in this year's March Madness. Yeah. Everybody's brackets are fucked. Even yeah. the people that say they're pretty good, everybody's... And I guess that's why it's so goddamn beautiful out here. Nothing better than March Madness and upsets. Like, you said it before. NFL I think- playoffs, 100 times better. <laughs> NFL Super Bowl, 7,000 times better. <laughs> For sure. Okay. No, I just, I just want to make sure we, we do get our ducks in a line. Here. Four, day, quack, quack, quack. Four quack, days quack, quack, quack. in a row, though, is the one thing that... Uh, and it engulfs everything. Yeah. It's playing all day. This, this goes... I put March Madness in with Olympics... In World Cup. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. Okay, because they're the similar styles right. there. But whenever you talk like wild card weekend, where it's oh. th- now it's three yeah. and three, I mean, it's just like, okay, it's going to be tough for me personally, but I do like betting on these 18 to 20 year olds and how they're going to perform while living in a bubble in a place that they probably have never been before. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a nice little social experiment where you can lose $20,000 just like that. What do you have, Zita? <laughs> I was going to uh, say if you want an update on our bracket right now, we have four people tied for first place. Okay, and how many points do they have and how many points do they have left? Uh, 38, and then the, the guy tied for first right now, 138 points left. That looks like the, the winner is going to be this guy, so Chappie people, Van Winkle. Do people, is that the name? Oh, yeah. What's your real name? Rob Van Winkle. Yeah. Why'd you change your name? Nothing mm-hmm. rhymes with Winkle. Dance. Jim Carrey mm-hmm. Hell yeah. in Living Color, impersonating Vanilla Ice. Hmm. Callback. Well done. Pretty good. A great one. Don't <laughs> sell yourself short on that one. That <laughs> was a great callback. Thank you. That was back whenever Jim Carrey was wide open. Mm-hmm. He was that fireman guy. Oh, yeah. Fire Marshal Bill. And then how about whenever he was... Uh, Whenever he was the yoga instructor, let's start Vera with a DeMilo. stretch. Yep. Let's start with a stretch. When you mess with these busts, you die like the bang. rest. It was unbelievable. He flattened his back on the ground from a standstill <laughs> without moving his legs. This guy's a fucking animal. I think he was sleeping on couches at comedy clubs mm-hmm. at that time. It was unbelievable. Um, but the brackets, Jack Van Winkle's in first. Did he do, you think Jack entered numerous? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah. Probably. I thought about that just like moments before the whole thing tipped off. I'm like, ooh, fake email. Should make another one. That's what people Shit. do. I mean, you know. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. No, not at all. Too late. Too late, I yeah. thought. It. Next year, we'll be ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. We took a year off, you know? That's right. We're kind of coming out rusty. Yeah. Remembering how Remember- this all works. This yeah, is yeah. how the game works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An upset bracket. Everyone needs one. This yeah, guy's like, hit. Yeah, it's like the serious photo uh-huh. and then the ha-ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goofy. Those are the brackets you need. You need the serious. This is what I think's going to happen, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got the no way Crutwig is going to do <laughs> yeah. what he's going to do bracket. That might be my new favorite basketball player. Oh, yeah. He goes to an NBA team. 
Guaranteed, I'm buying the jersey. Hell yeah. Crutwig is that guy out there, dude. He did an interview afterwards. He yeah, was holding onto a shirt like this mm. and just was talking. I was like, I love this dude. <laughs> I love everything about him, man. He's a top he's five got, pick. He's got no shot. Like, <laughs> he's got no shot at all. Oh, yeah. They were defending him five feet off of him <laughs> when he was standing just a foot off of the foul line, right? They were just like, yeah, go ahead and let him shoot. I haven't watched enough film on him. Mm-hmm. But I'd assume with how soft his touch is, he'll be able to learn how to shoot that Easy. relatively quicker, uh, quickly. But he's a throwback under there, man. Up and unders, off shoulders, mm-hmm. little finger rolls, yeah. Yeah. incredible mustache. Obviously, he runs incredibly soft-footed, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. looks like he could run potentially on eggs if he had to. Mm-hmm. He's nimble out mm-hmm. there. Great passer. Oh, he's like, great. Stop. And all he does is set screens all day. <laughs> yeah. just, he'll, he'll eat it if he has to. I, I'm a big Crutwig fan. I can't wait to see what NBA team he goes to. Yeah, hopefully the Pelicans. Him and Zion on the oh, same team. Oh, I mean, give me a break. City. No look love from Crutwig at the free throw line. Oh, Sign me up. Jesus. That would be unfair, though. Speaking of NBA news, uh, the Sports Center Instagram account has been affected. <laughs> oh, no. Massively. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. LeBron James, high ankle sprain, oh. out indefinitely. He says he's going to come back, though. No big deal. He's going to bounce back. It's going to make him stronger. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope so. The world's better with LeBron James doing LeBron James things. But not just LeBron James. Okay. And you would think if LeBron James is out, everybody's in trouble. And you're right. But if you think about that Sports Center Instagram, yeah. hey, Ola Mello Ball is also out. Oh, oh, the Golden geez. Goose. No. Hey. By the way, because of the Sports Center Instagram, I have become a fan of LaMelo Ball. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect LaMelo Ball to be in my life as much as he is. He's in my life because that Sports Center Instagram account is LeBron James, LaMelo Ball. Then they played against each other just a week ago. Sports Center is very thankful that that happened because they had a moment where they dapped each mm-hmm. other up and it was a both. I love LaMelo Ball from that account, strictly. The guy is a baller, seems to be chill, seems to be very mature. You think ball family, you think who knows how this whole thing is going to go. That was years ago, Mm -hmm. though. Lonzo has become his own guy down there in New Orleans. LaMelo is now becoming an absolute superstar. I'm a big fan of LaMelo, but I don't know what that SportsCenter Instagram account is going to do on the internet. It's going to be in trouble because those two guys always do incredible shit every single or stuff that is deemed incredible every single night, it seems like. Well, lucky for SportsCenter, LeVar Ball is getting back into the interview game, and he said that uh, Alonzo Ball hated New Orleans and has been pitching Michael Jordan to get him up to Charlotte, and obviously with <laughs> Jell-O Ball as well, get him recruited <laughs> over there. So I think SportsCenter's going to be okay due to LeVar Ball stepping up his game. Okay, so that's like, you know, you don't really see Chris operate much no. unless something exactly. happens. Yeah, You know what I mean? But whenever one of the Kardashians, Jenner, something happens, Chris comes on in and she's like, y'all motherfuckers understand how this is going to go. <laughs> okay, and everybody's like, yeah, Chris, you're 100% right. Tell you're going to spin this somehow into some magically creative business turn where you're going to make another 100 maybe $200 million off of just this incident. Then you're going to move forward. We get it, Chris. And then she'll do a media tour, interview tour, laughing. <laughs> yeah. And that whole thing. And then it's over. Then the girls are back. Then bang, mm-hmm. she can go back. That's what LeVar will do here. As LaMelo is kind of out, yep. fixing mm-hmm. his wrist, LeVar will come in. Yep. We're still here. We're still here. Don't you worry about us. We got a lot of NBA players in one fucking family. You might hate me, but that's impressive. And then whenever Lamel comes out, Lavaro just or Lavar just kind of drifts back. Yeah, classic, classic move there. It's a winning formula. It's genius. Yeah, chestnut checkers. Vince McMahon, Chris Jenner, 
LeVar Ball. That's right. The big three. <laughs> the big three. The big three. <laughs> Joining us now is a man who uh, breaks a lot of news in the NFL. He has a podcast called Rap Sheet and Friends, okay, okay. which we listen to. Yeah, Always. all the time. Do we not? Mm-hmm. Have to. Connor, what you say about the last episode of Rap Sheet and Friends? Oh, oh, the last episode I said, Pat, hey, look, there's some information on this thing that only Rap Sheet and his friends have, and we have to listen to it. So whenever we listened to it, they were saying, they were talking all about that. What yeah. were they saying? Well, they were talking about, you know, all the rumors going around the NFL right now. Yeah. You know, where's Russell Wilson? What's happening with that? Yeah. And it gave us the perfect insight so and, that we could carry it onto the show. So that whenever we saw other things happening, we're like, well, that's not what we heard on Rap Sheet. Hold on. Yeah, that, that's not true because Rap Sheet and his buddies were just talking about how it's not. And actually, one of Rap Sheet's friends said, remember, whenever oh, we said that? Garofalo. Yeah, because we said yeah. we yeah. said to somebody, we said, oh, wait, one of Rap Sheet's friends actually said, one of the hosts of Rap Sheet and friends said, mm-hmm. that's what we said. Mm-hmm. They always know. So what we're saying is you should listen to that and watch his work on the NFL, ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rap. Yeah. What's going on, What's up, dude? guys? Hey, uh, uh, that was very patronizing. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, it we, was uh, not. Oh my <laughs> God. What is that all about? I'll stop listening. Uh, we made it through the week. That's the most important thing. I'm now on the other side of it. So life is good. We'll See, talk. we were talking about your last episode in July, whenever we were just referring there, yeah. it, it kind of uh-huh. got us going here. The Rap Sheen Friends podcast is currently on hiatus, but it will be what? back at a time very soon. And that's what we've been saying this whole very time. Soon. That's what we've been saying this whole time. Mm-hmm. I like, should have a big announcement on that at some point. Potentially in the near future. Are you? Wow. Are you? Whoa. Are you? Are you? Are you breaking? Am I going head to head with your Whoa. show? Are Maybe. you breaking news to break news? You know, if you set the standard of hey, I got big news coming. There's already been somebody else that has done that, and I'm not saying it has worked out absolutely perfectly for that person. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to break news, that you're going to break news. There's already one person that's at the top of the totem pole, pal, and his name is Jay Glazer. Listen, Pat, I could have broken the news on Rap Sheet's new podcast uh, and how it's going to change, but I was being respectful towards him. So I'm going I'm to sit on that. But yes, very big news from the Rap Sheet and Friends podcast coming soon. Thank you, Jay. That started today, by the way. So we had to get- <laughs> That was yeah. absolutely Jay Glazer. I mean, I don't know who he's... That literally might be him. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right, Jay Glazer doesn't deserve any of this. We appreciate Jay Glazer. Uh, but moving on. Kenny Galladay gets a lot of money from the Giants. We had no idea what the wide receiver market was going to look like. Was Kenny Galladay getting these types of offers from every team, and that's why everybody else was kind of held up? Or is this just a one-market race with the Giants saying, we want our guy? So on – God, this all blends together. But it was either either Wednesday or Thursday, Kenny Galladay had had the first offer that I could verify from a team, and it was the Cincinnati Bengals, and it was one year up to $11 million. And I was like, man, like Kenny Galladay probably has to take a one-year deal. Um, and like, okay, that that it's not terrible reality. Juju took a really nice one-year deal. Um, you know, Corey Davis got a multi-year. But, you know, nothing wrong with taking a one-year deal and saying, you know what, the market didn't develop like I thought. It's fine. I'll just cash in next year. That's what I was thinking. And then – you know, got to Thursday, Friday, the Giants started doing a lot of research on him, started making a lot of calls, trying to figure out, like, what went wrong in Detroit? Why didn't they tag him again? There was a uh, off-the-field incident that uh, Albert Breer detailed this morning in Monday Morning Quarterback that I know teams were looking into that he was completely cleared of, completely cleared, but that's something the teams were looking into just to see what it was. And then you got to Friday, and then – 
we found out, okay, one, the Bears had hosted him. And it wasn't just leverage to get Allen Robinson to sign. They were all in multi-year deal, double digits. So that was a legit real offer. And then the Giants have him over for a little slumber party. And once the slumber party thing comes into effect, then I knew it was getting done. I mean, I I felt like he wanted to be there. And when a team wants him and a player wants to be there and they're sort of kind of in the same ballpark money-wise, usually that's getting done. And so that got done Saturday. They were dancing, you're saying. Mm-hmm. They were dancing. How come whenever he went and danced with the Chicago Bears, stayed overnight, had a summer party there, it didn't work out? Is that because of Andy Dalton? And how long did you know Andy Dalton was going to be a Bear, and is he potentially going to be traded for Russell Wilson, who's allegedly still on the market? Uh, I knew Andy Dalton was going to be a Bear. No. I thought Andy Dalton was going to be a Bear for a while. That was, to me, it was the 49ers or the Bears. 40, the Bears gave him a chance to start. The 49ers wouldn't. So I knew he was going to be a Bear. What I did not know was when the Bears were finally going to get the no, you can't have our quarterback from the Seahawks. So that happened probably an hour or so before Dalton completed his deal with the Bears. That was really the holdup. So even though I knew he was going to the Bears, I couldn't really say it because, God forbid, I reported Then it's like, oh, yeah, and the Bears just traded for Russell Wilson. Um, So that was kind of that dynamic. As far as, like, you know, are the Bears still trying, like, I guess anything is possible. Um, I haven't heard a lot of momentum recently on them trying. I mean, it seems – I would never say never on anything in this weird world, but it seems like once the Bears sign Andy Dalton, that, that probably was a wrap. Um, and maybe it'll be next offseason when we'll be talking about Russell Wilson getting traded. Okay, so Russell Wilson is back as a Seattle Seahawk in your eyes full-time, no questions asked. He said go Hawks at the end of announcing an NFL flag football team. Andy celebrated Chris Carson signing to the Seahawks this weekend, okay. two years, $14 million. Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawk, how are they going to get past it? Do you have any insights? I would assume you do because you're Ian Rappaport. Does Rap Sheet have any friends inside the Seattle Seahawks organization that are telling you how they plan on managing the Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, Team 3 offensive line potential issues that could arise? It has started uh, because one of the things they did was they traded for Gabe Jackson. And Russell Wilson wanted a big-time offensive lineman in free agency. The Seahawks were in big on Zeitler and I think offered him actually more than the Ravens. Um, But he ended up choosing Baltimore for family reasons. And then, you know, they end up trading for Gabe Mm. Jackson. So that – that goes a long way in telling Russell Wilson, like, we are we are serious about improving the offensive line. To my knowledge, they haven't had a lot of conversations, but I think that's okay. You know, like, if you're married to someone for a while, and Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have been married for a while, like, you're going to have fights. Sometimes, and this obviously this has not happened to my wife. No, no, others, others, people. others. You've heard, I've mm-hmm. um, heard, you've heard. Let's just say you're in a restaurant, and you start yelling at each other, and everyone's like, wow, like, they're getting divorced, and then... You get behind closed doors, and you, uh, you, you know, you do the opposite of that. Huh. Uh, so I would imagine they're going to get together and move forward, and I think it's going to be okay until next year when we end up talking about probably exactly the same thing. Well, was it the food? You think? Huh? Oh yeah. I mean, wine choice, oysters, champagne. You know, oh, whatever. Oh, you sorry. I never actually believe that oysters are like a. I have that. They feel like that feels like a myth. No. You guys probably know better than me. No, that's why you got to go to Roman. You know what I mean? You don't need <laughs> the oysters. They, they just if that's if you're doing if you're. I mean, they're terrible. I've gone oyster uh, fishing before in South Carolina. No big deal. You you find them in like sand and mud. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been out. That's there. That's not really fishing, isn't that just 
picking through the sand? Yeah, they have a name for Perhaps it. They have a name for it. I'm just saying, it's have not a little respect. Like, well, my kids oh, do coastal elitist. Yeah. Come Ian on, dude. I'm so sorry. You hate the fishermen out there Come that are on. getting the oysters for you to fight with uh, your wife over. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a good, that was a good tie-in. That was a, a rare joke. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I know. I understand. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster. He allegedly had offers from the Chiefs, the Ravens, and he chose to go, maybe the Eagles, he chose to go back to the Steelers. This is becoming something now because people are making it a story. People are turning down the Chiefs to go elsewhere, allegedly. Are there only a few teams that are still active, or is there more teams than what we're hearing, like Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, obviously? That was a big news because that was the first time they really got active in this whole thing, Ravens. Yeah. What, are, are there a lot of teams in the mix right now for signing all these guys that are left, or is there only a few spots? And are the Chiefs There's one only- of them? I mean, yes, I, I think the Chiefs will be will probably be in the mix for signing someone else. You know, could they sign a left tackle? I think that's possible. Um, they also could draft one. It's a really good tackle draft. You know, there's just not a lot of players right now that people are really going to spend money for. So when um, someone like Juju becomes available, and yeah, I mean, the, the Chiefs offered him, uh, I think it was one year up to either 11 or 12. And then the Ravens offered him a really nice deal, one year up to 13. Oh. Really good deal. And he turned all of that down for $8 million from the Steelers with no incentives wow. because he wanted wow. to stay. And, I mean, yeah. I, can't, I don't know if you're joking or not, but, like, no rarely way. do you see someone say it's actually not about the money and then prove it. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I am 100% on board. I think he did. I'm going to take it a step further. I think he did it in spite of two people, which makes me love the move even more. <laughs> and one of them's in this office in Tone Diggs, and the other one's Mark Madden in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. I think he legitimately did it. Just listen, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I enjoy the way Juju thinks. He's a businessman. He's running his whole thing. If he did this just to say fuck you to Mark Madden and Tone Diggs, I would absolutely love it. But also, I think he does like Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these guys realize that next offseason is going to be big, right? You're going to see a lot more. Like, for instance, Antonio yeah. Brown, potential free agent right now. Everybody assumes he's going to go back to Tampa Bay with Tom because who knows anywhere else. If he was to play another year somewhere, have success, he can make another big-time paycheck whenever the if his off-the-field issue is obviously if it is what yeah. if it is what's being alleged, we hope justice is served. If not, let's move on. But he could potentially hit money again next offseason, like a lot of other people, if he takes a one year deal. You think he ends up at Seattle any chance, or is he going back to Tampa? Uh I would say my guess is he ends up back in Tampa. Not saying it's definitely gonna happen, but Brady wants him back. I think he wants to be there. It's also just, you know, how much money can they come up with? I mean, Tampa, what happens when you win the Super Bowl as you what? Uh, did you win the Super Bowl or no? What's that? Did you win a Super Bowl? Oh, okay. No, right? Ian, Ian good seeing you. Hey, no. It was great having you I'm on the saying. show. Now, no. Ian, I'd like to I, let I that. Speak. Yeah, yeah. On a, on Joe, anyway. we got a shout out on Joe Budden show. Actually, a guy went to bat for us. I'm gonna figure. I watched the clip. And he like he went to bat for me. Joe Budden made fun of him for having a, uh, knowing a punter's name, basically. And the guy was like, "He's got a ring, though. He's got a ring." I couldn't even repost the clip because what you just rubbed in my face. I, I actually don't. But I appreciate that guy. I mm-hmm. push, but I don't have a ring in. Thanks. No, so Tampa's we'll right to here. pay everyone, and so I just don't know if Antonio Brown's going to get a real legit deal from the Seahawks then he might have to go because his deal with Tampa Bay, I think is going to be a little bit of a prove it type situation. And if Seattle is going to say, we, we believe you, we trust you. We're going to give you real money, not like incentive laden. Then maybe he goes, but I mean, Tampa wants him back. Brady wants him there. 
That means a lot. Um, so my guess is he ends up back in Tampa. Connor, what's the market like for uh, Lombardi Lenny Rapshi? Because AB said on an IG live that he also they're trying to get it done for, so that he can come back to the Bucks. I don't know if that's yes. what he said. Um, Lombardi <laughs> Lenny is. Said we're getting it done. Uh, I, we're going we're to figure it out. I yeah. think they said. I don't yeah. think they said like we're going back to the Bucks, did they? They said we're going to figure out a way to get back. Okay. They're they're in the process of trying to figure it. Out. I mean, they've been in negotiations in with Leonard Fournette yeah. and his agent for like four days. Um, I think it's you know I, I don't know if another team jumps in there and says, "All right, we're going to make you an offer that's going to blow that away." And I think that's probably what they're waiting for. Like again, my guess is that gets done. Um, otherwise, I think Tampa has a really solid replacement because they'd probably just sign James White, Brady's buddy, who's been mm. trying to get down to Tampa also. Um, but anyway, I, I do think in the end it's probably Fournette there. I just know they haven't finalized the deal just yet. Uh, a lot of people in the YouTube comments are saying, the, um, I was punter of the decade, though. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe remember that next time you do any little Euro. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, when you're talking with your friends. Oh, okay. Got it. You know, people are saying things about you not having an episode. Marquette King wasn't punter of the decade? Marquette uh, King was awesome. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. He was a friend of mine. Good guy. Great guy. He's going to get back in the NFL, I think, actually. But... No, probably best punter in the XFL for sure. Yeah, in the yeah. XFL's history. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he'll go on to be the next decade. I think he's getting back in there. But I mean, <clears throat> no big deal. What do you have, Ty? <laughs> Ian, have you heard any updates on the uh, Deshaun situation in Houston, or is all the um, the stuff off the field kind of clouding things right now? Um, I, there's a lot there, right? So I think you know, there's the allegations, there's the lawsuits. They're all civil. No one has brought charges. There hasn't been a grand jury. As far as I know, the police are not involved. The league is investigating. And I think teams are trying to wait and see, like, what is any of this? And the short answer is no one actually knows. No, no one knows anything right now. Uh. Now, I've, I know I've spoken to a couple teams where this has not deterred them in trying to get Deshaun Watson. Like, I don't know if people thought they'd go, oh, all right, I guess he's staying. But, like, I haven't got that sense. Like, some some teams who are interested in him are still very much interested in him. Um, probably because of, you know, the character of, that they, they think of the player. Now, if this something happens who? with this, and it, maybe that'll change. But Who's interested? There are teams I know that still very much believe in Deshaun Watson. And okay, okay, Ian, 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 hold on. Any of the yeah, teams right. that you know are interested in Deshaun, do they have the potential capital to make it work if, to get him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's there's probably like four or five teams with the with the capital and the opportunity now to get him. Okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna say some yeah. names here. We'll just watch your reaction. Are the Patriots potentially invested or interested in Deshaun Watson? I have not heard that. Are the Miami Dolphins potentially interested in Deshaun Watson? Uh, I would never rule out a team like the Dolphins that has such a high draft pick uh, and has Tua, who also could be potential (laughs) trade. (laughs) So I would not rule them out, I would say that. Diggs, you were going to lean in there? Do you have a... Uh, Since the Bears' rumored offer was three first and a couple players could they do the same for the houston texans huh they could as a matter of fact oh Oh. so andy dalton was assured to be a starter Mm. okay 
He goes to Chicago, one year, 11 mil. This is what I was told. Get me out of Dallas. I enjoyed it. Got killed one time. We yeah. came back on the other side. Here I am in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Nagy pays his potential last year. This is going to be fun. And then he go, actually, funny you say that, because now you're one of the two starters we're thinking about mm-hmm. trading out away. But they just signed Tyrod Taylor. So what would that be? Would it be Tyrod oh. Taylor and Andy Dalton? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God, yeah. down well, in well, Houston. Well, here's the problem. is I haven't gotten any sense that the Texans would actually trade him. Every all of the okay. from the conversations I've had with the teams that have called the Texans, it's always been like I'll talk about anyone but the quarterback. So I I, I don't maybe they do it. Maybe something changes dramatically. I just haven't gotten any sense at all that the Texans would trade them right now or anytime soon. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, rap sheet. Now that we know that the salary cap is kind of just this fake number that you can just work around, is it definitely going to go up next year, or do you think it might stay the same? Um. I think it's probably going to go up. My guess, based on early accounting, which is math, which is where you use a calculator and try to put numbers together or divide them or subtract. Oh, oh, we we um, get it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. We, yeah, okay. We, uh, yeah, okay. Just saying. What, you you, the T9? Those of us in the business do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. um, it probably goes up, my guess is around 200 or a little higher. Mm. So not like the mm. dramatic jump that it would have been this year if not for COVID, but like hey, making its way up yeah. there. And I think next year will be a little more normal. Hopefully. Okay. Ravens was weird this year. Well, there's now wasn't there something put in agreed upon between the NFL and the NFLPA whenever COVID started and a new revenue was potentially going to be lost where the difference between a salary one year to the next could be greater than a certain percentage. Am I making that up in my head or because all these deals that are happening right now, one year next year, fourteen million dollars that next year, they're just kind of kicking things down the road. Will teams be able to do that forever? Is that something they'll be able to do forever, or is is this year just something where they've made agreements uh, so they can get through the year basically uh i mean i think teams did contracts knowing that this, the cap would be lower this year and higher next year so the number would be bigger like for instance the raiders signed Kenyon drake made his deal basically fully guaranteed and then the biggest payment comes next year when hopefully they'll have more money it's guaranteed he's getting it but the actual payment comes next year so i think you saw more of that you saw like some smart deals like deals where like a lot of players sign two-year deals, they go through this little bit, and then when the cap jumps in 2023, then everybody gets rich. Yeah, I think this That's is going to. I think this is going to make people be active in the future. I think once they start seeing what the salary cap people are doing in New England, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, these teams that are able to acquire a lot of talent while structuring the contract in a fashion that's like avoidable years. This is BS. We'll figure this out later. We'll do that whole thing. The Taysom Hill deal is maybe the picture of that entire thing. Yeah. Last question before we let you go, Ian, and this is uh, something that affects the city that we're in right now. T.Y. Hilton, okay? T.Y. Hilton, current free agent. There was a trend on Twitter yesterday. Hashtag bring T.Y. home back to Indy. He is loved here. He has played great football here. Last year, not as big as numbers that he's ever had, but also he was the only guy, and Phil Rivers wasn't really going towards him early. They kind of got there late. What is the market for T.Y., and are the Colts going to bring in a weapon, or do you see them potentially drafting? Because Jim Irsay and his presser said, we need like an explosive guy on offense, basically. Well, how are they going to address that, you think? They are still in talks with T.Y. Hilton. Um, I definitely not rule out him being back. I think it's possible. Let's I know go. a couple of the teams who didn't get receivers um, are interested in still talking to him. The thing that's a little different from T.Y. compared to some players is he is very smart and he is very savvy. So 
could he have signed on Friday and stay in Indy? Probably could have. Um, I just think once you get past a certain point and the money stops, you know, people stop just throwing around money. Like there's no point in rushing to anything. So I think he's going to get a nice market. There's a chance he's back in Indy, definitely. Uh, but I don't get the sense he's in a hurry at all because he still could improve his deal if he just hangs out and waits a little bit, which I think is what he wants to do. Nah, and if I'm T.Y., to your point, very intelligent guy, he could sign a training camp somewhere and have that offense done. Well, and, and also, like, let's say, you know, I don't even know if there's going to be an offseason at all this year, but there's certainly not going to be any for the next month. So, like, let's say he waits till after the draft and then someone thought they were going to get a receiver – doesn't get one it says all right we'll give you nine million dollars like that would be worth it okay one year and then an actual free agency next year where 11 right. years 110 billion dollar media rights deal potentially gets in there with fans back in the stands ian we appreciate you man let's put out another episode of rap sheet and friends for yeah. the boys please. Yeah, please. Yeah, please for the boys find some friends new <laughs> When I find, see, we were going in a nice direction until you told me to. When I find friends, I will let you guys know. And if, when we're ready to compete head to head, then I will make sure to uh, right, right. get you guys in the mix. Hey, be a friend, tell Thanks. a friend. We'll tell a friend. We told a friend. Always. There's yeah. a lot of friends that want to get in there, Ian. I think there are a lot in this room. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Come on. Really? Yeah. You guys, you're not just saying that? No. no. We wouldn't do All that. Right. That's not right. our show. No. We'll figure something out. Hey, we heard there was a chance that we helped you out on a news break. Did that happen? Actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it actually did. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, you don't have to say it, but you're welcome. I'm Ladies not going to say it. Yeah. But I was actually going to send you a text about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the great moments of my reporting career, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're lucky joking. to be a part of it, and we appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rapp. Yeah. Thank you, Woo! People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30, and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My Whoa. God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No, today. minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30 and the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where That's, they can get you. It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those yeah. problems where you're like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's how, I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm -hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, what? zinc, what? magnesium, what? Mm, maca, what? and 
ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good news. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Team that got eliminated quick from the tournament, which none of us could have expected. A team that was hot, a team that was great. A team that has an alumni and a fan base that is so strong and so dedicated, you thought maybe even their their powers and support from afar would maybe will them maybe to a Elite Eight Final Four National Championship. That team's Ohio State, but what we realized quickly last week is that even their most notable alumni hate their team. Mm -hmm. Because A.J. Hawk would not say I.O., a lot of bad things have happened to Ohio State and, in turn, the entire Big Ten. Joining us now to clarify why he chose to do such a thing, A.J. Hawk. Yeah, A.J. AJ. Hey, well, first off, congrats to, you see my shirt, Senator Elks, Division One state champs in basketball last night. <laughs> hey, let's go Elks! Let's go Elks! Boys, boys are already in the gym today, already working out working out for next year, so they're looking to uh, to repeat. But first off, I think we we know what happened with Ohio State. They went in, they went into a, a juggernaut with Oral Roberts. They're 2-0, right? They're, they're getting might run the table. What listen, if they win it all? Listen, the Oral Bobs have a chance, but once they run into Loyola, which is going to have to happen at some point, they're not going to be able to beat that okay. perfect defense. It, it The practice tape defense that they're running with the soft touch from the uh, mid, no, Mid-Atlantic? No, the... Um, Missouri Valley. The Missouri mm-hmm. Valley Player of the Year, Crutwig, by oh, the way. Touch. I don't know if Oral Bobs is going to continue their magical run. But I do know that Loyola might be unstoppable, and Ohio State's nowhere to be found. Yeah, unfortunately, Ohio State took the L. That's what did I say before this? Like, whatever you do all season long, like it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, when it comes to college basketball, like what matters, what people will remember is what you did in the tourney. So you need to make a run. West Virginia, Garza just pulled up from deep. Might be too little, too late. We'll see. Four minutes left. Ninety-one seventy-four, but. The West Virginia Mountaineers lost to Buddy Bayheim, who was illegally recruited to Syracuse. How come yep. nobody talks about that, AJ? Did you know that – so Jim Bayheim is still the head coach there, right? Yep, saw him last night with my own eyes, walking back <laughs> and forth. I had my eyes on him. I seen him. Yep, he's still there. He's been there forever. Like, I didn't yeah, – I honestly kid's didn't whole know life. he was still there. Mm-hmm. Probably this kid's whole life. For Do you know sure. how many oh, visits yeah. this yeah. kid went on? Do you know how many visits this kid won? How about illegal illegal visits? Was he he was doing oh, his whole life? Yeah. How about the tournament gifts that this kid has been oh, receiving? Man, just like Final Four, whatever national champ. I don't know if he's ever won one. I'd assume Syracuse won national championship at some some point with Jimbo. This kid got national championship hat, national championship shirt. Huh. He got gifts, birthdays, Christmas Whoa. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all for his entire life from an NCAA head coach. This kid also just so happens to have. One of the best shots I've, I think I've seen in some time. He's unbelievable to watch, AJ. It is. He's so smooth. It's not like he's the most – he's just so smooth. He utilizes – he's very good. But it's all bullshit. He shouldn't even be there. The guy should be in the G League already. Bayheim has been the head coach <laughs> since 1976. So, yeah, he's been there since <laughs> – Carmelo. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Carmelo won the yeah. 
He's really good. He's really, really good. That Loyola team, though, AJ, you didn't get a chance to chat about them with us. I don't know if you got a chance to see them play because yeah. I know you had a long weekend being a dad and watching the Centerville. So I got, look, I have like third degree burns in my face from sitting outside at yeah. soccer games. Hey, shout out to you, dude. Wow. No, not shout out. Yeah. Should have put some suntan. Ty, Ty took a trip to the sun as well. Me too. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I was not prepared on Sunday. He went golfing out there and just yeah. ate it a little bit. Oh yeah, not as bad as his shin burn that he had coming out of Bahamas, where no, no, it no. looked like he was actually walking on the sun for a couple hours. His <laughs> legs were so inferno or whatever. But uh, that Loyola team. You're going to have to do one thing to beat them, and you're going to have to be very good at it, and you're going to have to have enough time to practice, which you probably won't, for what they do to you. They look like a throwback basketball team from, I assume, when basketball was like created and the fundamentals were created. The defense is unbelievable. Their big guy can move. They got players. They got, what, four high school coaches starting, mm-hmm. and then they got Crutwig, who's <laughs> going to be an NBA player. It is unbelievable to watch them play. Hey, what was their record during the regular season? I have no idea, but I do know that Diggs said the one guy who's smarter than the entire selection committee had them ranked eighth going into the tourney or whatever. So I guess they have been good all year. It's not like this just happened. Just we didn't happen to see any of it because – they're in the Missouri Valley or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like 22 and 4 or something ridiculous. Who like beat them and how they beat them? Was Crutwig yeah, out? Yeah. Drake, Drake beat them once, once with um, the tournament team, and then I don't know who their other losses the were. Wig Wisconsin. Was Wisconsin and Richmond were their other two. The losses. Wig. The Wig was resting. Yeah, he was resting. No way he was playing. <laughs> Save it for March. Did you hear? Um, <laughs> did you hear Ian Rapport break some news here? He was probably saving it for March. Big Wig. I caught wig. some of uh, Ian. Yeah, what? What did he break? He broke news about who's potentially still in for Deshaun. I guess uh, Chicago Bears mm-hmm. still in, potentially. Yeah. Miami still in, potentially. Now, these are all things that he had heard. He said about five teams. We only asked him about three. We, put, we could have probably asked about more. Not the Patriots, though, he said. He had not heard anything about the Patriots. Probably Carolina. Might, oh, might be in that yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were allegedly in from jump Jets, there, getting yeah. him back home. Jets probably in there. Hey, does he know, like, are, are any are any of these talks, are any of these teams exploring a trade? Is it? Are they somewhat on hold to for all these allegations just to see see what happens? We asked that. That was the exact question that was asked, actually. And I don't know if he addressed it or not. I, I, I'm not sure how he answered that. I don't it, he said it didn't seem to be. Yeah. yeah. The teams that were interested yeah. still interested, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. is how he addressed that. It's getting crazy yeah. down there, though. I hope if it's true, justice is served. That's where we – by the way, this show will stand. That's what we stand. If – if something bad happens, we would like justice to be shown. That's right. Oh, that's that. exactly right. Thank Stand you. by. But if nothing happened, we'd also like that to be talked about by people that are covering it right now. I've seen the phone calls live all two hours and nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Should we go to them? Yeah. AJ, you have anything you want to get off your mind here before we get to the phone calls? Uh, I did want to say congrats to Val. I heard she's out of surgery. Thank right? you. Yeah. Shout out to Val. My dog is out of surgery. She's currently in the recovery. Uh, they have like a, le- a recovery area there. This is the first time we, this is her third surgery. This is the first time they said that we went to a new uh, surgeon when it has a, a different uh, tool that could get into a more tiny spot because if it goes anywhere else, so we had to go to a different place. It's like a full-blown hospital almost. More precise. Yeah, more precise tool to get in there or whatever. They said, well, she might have to stay here the night or whatever. That did not make mom happy. Oh. I'll tell you that if if are she's you, are when are you going to stay with her? Could you? I don't think so. I think it's like a back 
room area or whatever. But COVID. They don't, they don't want you giving COVID to the other dog. Val yeah. gets high anxiety in these places. Uh, she does not. Mm-hmm. She comes back on the other side of these things whenever we have to put her in a place for a couple of nights. She is not happy. She yeah. is. She's got scars on her because she tries to get out of the thing. Like she, oh. yeah, like she, mm-hmm. it's like, she literally looks as she comes out like, we ain't, we ain't fucking doing it again. All right? I'm staying here. Listen, I'll, I'll hold my piss however long it got to be. I'm not going in there. So I think old mom is potentially going to have to go. I think this might be like uh, like we might have to go get her and get her out of there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Jailbreak. Jailbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Break her out. As long as you pay your bill, they don't care. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's it's going to be a big one, too. I'll hack into the alarm system. Let's go to Michael in Columbus. What's going on, Michael? I'm doing Pat. Shout out uh, Hawk and the boys. Shout out, dude. Shout out, dude. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, Pat. I was wondering um, I was if you're in college sick. nowadays trying to walk on as a kicker, what would you put in the film that you send in to coaches? And then on the Good music. Act, if you're a coach, um, what's something that would really catch your eye? Okay, so AJ Hawkey said, "Put some good music on there. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. You know what I mean? Try make it something catchy that the coach is like he he makes him stop on that. One. Yeah, bingo. Or also remember, just like whenever you're playing cards against humanity, you got to play towards the person that you're sending it to. Maybe find out who their favorite musician is. Mm-hmm. Put that on there. Edit classic, that in. Classic rock would probably be a hit with a lot of coaches in the league right now, especially the older guys. And every time something hits, like a guitar, oh, boom, yeah. the ball yeah. goes flying off. That's play to the audience that you were playing for and in this particular case probably a special teams coordinator or maybe a head coach that's potentially going to get involved there uh but if i was making a video i would go right i go right back to the other side of the field and just start bombing balls and then i would show a clear one run around the horn type shot one direction then the other direction then that would be it that's all i would do Wait, like okay let's say a special teams coach really actually watches some of these videos what is he looking for to see someone separate from just a random dude well you put the the first thing you put on there is the bomb like listen all right I, you're probably going to get a lot more videos all right but, but yeah, would they like wouldn't a coach like hey man this dude probably has a 20 mile an hour wind at his back well that's why you gotta do it both directions that's why you do around the horn one way and around the horn the other way you got to go both directions Th- that is well, you one can easily you could just wait for the wind to it help you out the other way and then all of a sudden that's when you cut the next video and you, like, well i guess yeah, i agree if you you're, if you agree. put let's say you edit it as well even if you don't get a job as a kicker maybe the coach is so impressed he's like whoever this video editor is we need to hire him for this team <laughs> i don't know if he's kicking with the wind every single fucking time but if he is great editing and if he's not he's got a cannon yeah <laughs> hey it could be a win-win but yeah I, I, i'd go deep ball first just to you know kind of get the old and that'd be like right out the open mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's some cgi yeah you, there you go. Explosions? Like CGI in general. Like off like, the foot? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe like a Marvel movie? I mean, if we're coaches, right? Like this is the if, – if we are coaches, yeah. know who you're playing to. Yeah. We would potentially yeah. want fire coming off the of ball. Course, yep. Explosions. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, hey, when it goes through uh, SpongeBob's face, <laughs> slime oh, zone. Down. Yes. Slime zone. Coach goes for a live visit. Where's the flames? <laughs> Can't get scholarship, though. <laughs> 22, Iowa can't. Find a bucket. Seems like the dagger is. They're in. down. How many? 15. How many does Luca have? Yeah, they're dead. Luca had twenty-seven, I think. No, nah, he's got 30. thirty plus. Yeah, thirty-three. He's I was a- watching the first half. I thought Luca was going to score a hundred. Yeah, I'm happy. I bet on his over, so that was good news for me. But, yeah. Oh, they're hugging now. The Hawkeyes are hugging on the court. Yeah, Luca, geez. sorry we couldn't oh, get it, pal. Wow. Jeez, Louise. Oh, Oregon ninety-five, Iowa eighty. Thirty-five seconds left. Oh, Luca's man. a senior. Doesn't matter. Yeah, this year doesn't gone. count. He's, he's, in March. Gone. he's gone. He's gone to the NBA? Mm-hmm. Luca's going to be an NBA guy? Uh, top five. 
Probably not. But, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they already <laughs> retired his jersey, and uh, he is the all-time leading point scorer at Iowa, so his, his job's kind of done. Hell of a wrong, Luca. Thank you, Luca. Thank you, Luca. Would he have any chance of, of uh, you know, making his draft stock higher if he came back? Probably not. He's won two Big Ten Player of the Years in a row. Hey, they're going to have to unretire that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> For who? Me. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I know you guys just did that whole song and dance thing, but so if he goes out there and they don't draft him, let's say top ten. I'm not saying I assume he's going to get drafted very early, but if that doesn't happen, college kids can go back to school, right? Yeah. I think if you don't would. hire an agent, right? What if Luca's like coming back? Like uh, I'm not going. I'm not fucking leaving. What That'd if, be awesome. Oh, it would be great for Hawkeye basketball. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Every all these guys can do that. By the way, yeah. you know, all, everybody can go back because this year doesn't count. Like this Loyola Chicago team. If Big Wig doesn't go number one overall, which will be a surprise oh at this point, if he doesn't go number one overall, but he can come back next year. They can run it back. Braden Norris, Chuck's kid, who, his dad's a high school basketball coach in Ohio. Mm-hmm. That guy, bring it back. Come on back. They can do a lot of that. Yeah, they're going to be good for the next five years. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> all the guys watching this tapes are like, wow, I, I look like Crutwig, but I'm not as good as Crutwig. I need to get to Loyola Chicago to, you know, step my game up another level. I want to become the next big wig. Please. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Dick? College basketball players are able to hire an agent and everything. And if they go undrafted, they could go back to school as long as they cut all ties. What, what with if Saturday. it happens in second round, which is basically not getting drafted? It just says undrafted here. So okay, I didn't know if it was like not up to snuff. Like mm-hmm. uh, if you don't get drafted up to where you would make a good living, can you to where you were projected? Yeah, and then whose projections are they? Are they the selection committee or the guy that you said is much smarter than everybody? That's the thing I got to ask. Oh. I do feel the selection committee set us gamblers up. A couple oh, times yeah. with the way things were ranked and who was where. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's bullshit. I mean, Illinois, shit. You think they should have been playing nope. Loyola in the second round? You fucking kidding me? I think Loyola, I think Illinois deserved a little bit easier matchup. Than, yes. than, the number you know. two overall seed in the tournament. They play one of the best goddamn teams in the field. That we've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want them to do? I saw people were upset about that, like the matchup. Okay, if you're the number two overall seed, then don't you think you should win that game? Well, well, well what we're saying I mean, is they let them get their bearings here in the bubble, at least. They were just starting yeah. to warm up, and yeah. they ran into an NBA team playing in this thing. No. Oregon hasn't played in 62 days. They seem to be doing all right. Well, look how fresh they are. Yeah. I mean, there's excuses for everything, AJ. You would think fair. they'd have a lot of rust. you think being able to shoot in those big open arenas would be tough. Nah, they played at Banker's Life today. Yeah. yeah, Banker's Life, by the way, is set up perfectly for a jumper. I've gotten wet in Banker's before. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Dunked there, too. Hey, how was it in person going to the game? It was cool. It was cool. You, a lot more pressure, though, to be vocal because everybody can see who's with who, you know. And when Syracuse was going on those runs early, taking a big lead, they were loud. They were loud over there. Then as West Virginia started to do stuff, a lot of people were like, okay, we got to get loud. We traveled all the way to Indianapolis for this. Let's do some stuff. But then Syracuse would bury us again. And then there was a run. It was cool, though. It was nice to get back into public. A guy, immediately upon realizing that I lost probably $20,000, just wanted to pitch an idea to me, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that guy doing that. You know, it was very nice to see a lot of West Virginia people. But at the moment, I didn't hear a thing that guy said. I, I've actually had to watch the video back to hear exactly what he was saying. It was a little bit of a grieving period for me, but I had fun. I had, I had some fun. Have you been to any sporting events yet? I have not gone to anything yet. I saw your video. I, 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 I thought you were going to thank the guy. Like you, it sounded like you couldn't hear him at first. You were kind of distracted. You were upset, so he pulled his mask down for you and got real close to your ear and really let you know. Yeah, and, and I think his COVID cannon it did find like a you know, like a sneaky angle potentially into my mask, like Sidney yeah. Crosby oh, scoring mm-hmm. from the oh, no. you know, from the side. 
felt like that because I had my mouth open, obviously. Ah, so that means that thing. So he was yodeled in. Fuck. Uh, was it, hey, did it. it feel like was the if you were playing was the atmosphere at least did it feel good? It felt like there was a little bit of energy. Yeah, Syracuse's fans brought it for real. Like it was. Now, granted, it's probably the entire Bayheim family. Yeah. True. It's just a family reunion down there. You got illegal recruiting popping off now at this point. It's unbelievable. But yeah, they brought, there was juice in there. West Virginia fans, too, brought some juice when we were able to. There was only a couple moments. But yeah, it felt good to, you know, hear that again. It felt good to be a part of that again, you know? Yeah, like what was the like? What are the restrictions like? Are the concessions open like normal? Do you have to wait for the bathrooms all weird? All right, so you got like a ninety-five-year-old lady who's running the uh, the uh, security, the security or whatever. Yeah. Every every section has like three to four security gray coats on. Right, there was this older lady, very old, uh, but she was awesome. She had a sign that basically said wear your masks or whatever Ooh. and she would just walk down the stairs <laughs> with it okay then they would walk because every other row is basically missing you know because there's space in front space and back then they would walk across the open row in front of everybody and then turn and then go up the stairs the other side and that was just like then another guy would come down then another lady would come down then they would do the whole thing that was just basically what it was so they were on you the entire time if you weren't eating or drinking they, you had to have, you know, your mask on, which I think Banker's Life viewed this entire weekend as if, I mean, I got a chance to talk to one of the guys over there that was kind of the director of the, I think he's director of operations at the stadium or at the arena. They're viewing this as like, hey, let's do this right so that we can fucking open back up. You know, like mm -hmm. if they're asking for the mask, let's do this. Like, let's, let's make sure that on the other side of this thing, although Texas is going to have 40,000 people and whatever, Indianapolis now, we have thousands of people coming from every different place coming in there. And I think there was a lot of onus on the people at each building, whether it's Lucas Oil or Banker's Life or even the state fair place. A lot of onus. They're like, hey, let's get this right so that we can fucking... You know, we can be a precedent for everywhere else, but they are very diligent with the masks. Very, very diligent with the masks. Yeah, just like Tom Cruise on the set. Remember when he went yeah, crazy yeah. on everybody? Because yeah. this is where they're employing all these people and everyone's lives depend on what you do and the decisions you make. Yeah, yeah now I'm not sure it's really that serious, and I almost wanted to tell um, the one person who, who parked it right in front of me for, uh, it seemed like a minute and a half maybe, and, you know, the game's going on right there in front of me, so... You know, I had to do like a little mm -hmm. one of those things where there's nobody in the arena, basically. But we had a couple people with us. Gumpy's beard, you know, is so big. Yeah. His mask just kind of sits like it's a uh, like it's a yeah. piece of toast almost in front. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? And it, it felt like that did catch the eye of the gray coats every single time they walked by. They're like, I can't really do anything. <laughs> You're all, you can't wear the gator. Couldn't wear the we gator. Can't. Really? Really? Could only have certain. Yeah. They have like a full full thing. Oh. That was at uh, that Airplane was at Bankers race. though. Lucas Oil is a different story, my friend. Well, actually, I had not been to Lucas Oil. It's a bit more open, huh? A little <laughs> bit more space. Wide open. They open the top. They pop the top. No. Oh yeah, let <laughs> yeah. it eat. I thought they let it eat. <laughs> All right, let's get to a break. Uh, actually, Jeremy, Jeremy, is your name Jeremy? I assume in Chicago. Yeah, it's Jeremy. Okay, Mitt wrote in here, Jeremy. Here oh, we go. Come on. Oh, uh, Mitt. Uh, Jeremy, on. Jeremy, what's going on, pal? What's up, Jeremy? Wouldn't it be great if college football had a bracket like yeah. this? Not Sounds 64, like but like 16? He <laughs> mm -hmm. does sound like Mitt. Yeah, that would be the college football playoff that a lot of people would like. Yeah. The NFL has one of these, 
I mean, if you want to classify it yeah. and, and make it less, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of playoffs that are set up. I think the thing about March Madness is how it captivates all damn day. You know, like right now, 222, yeah. we got another game already popping off here after already watching. It's like the World Cup. It's like the Olympics. You know, it kind of engulfs the entire lives of everybody because teams and things that you know nothing about are battling. We might as well watch and bet on it. That's the greatness of March Madness. I'm not sure college football would be able to do it because of, uh, you know, how beat up guys get and everything like that. But a college football playoff is something we are all for, I think, on this particular call. I think everybody is. Uh, well, okay, when does Ohio U play again? Do you know? Oh, H. Today. Are they today? today yeah. yeah. Go Bobcats. Yeah, I'm a Bobcat fan. My brother went there. Oh, H. No, I mean, I just, come on now. We all know what happened. No, what? You, all of a sudden, Dude. you jumped on the Ohio State bandwagon. Oh, come on. You jumped on to bet for them to lose, but to cover the spread. And then all of a sudden, you're going to try to put that on me. I want to let you know. You are the reason that they, they fell apart late in the year. Okay, I am not the reason. Everybody has seen this has been a very public no, display. It's been, a one-sided, it's been a one-sided attack from you, and I don't even care to, to even come uh, back. Because it's true. Because it's true. Excuse me? Because it's true, by the way. And this hasn't been an attack. This has been me stating yeah. facts. Remember, everybody knows I observe and report, pal. You don't say I owe. Guess what happens? Ohio State yeah. goes right into the trash basket mm -hmm. that's all you had to do say i owe oh, dude right. now you should say i owe everybody an apology this is my fault <laughs> that's a good one i like that who put that together zito yeah. <laughs> zito put that together it showed up in the uh that showed up in a group text and got a big pop out of me <laughs> big nut yeah look at big, big nut. nut would say i owe every single time oh, yeah. uh -huh. every oh gets a resounding i owe on the other side you know why because big nut respects and appreciates tradition of the Ohio State University. And he wants him to win. I yeah. I don't think at this point he would give you what you wanted back from that. Oh, no, yeah, it, he would. If they were talking about he already did. Would not it? to you. No, not to you. He wouldn't. Anybody else. Like, I would I would say I owe back to him as well if it was big night. Oh, okay. He's, uh, so you're selective on mm. when you decide to care about the school you went to. Okay, I understand if that. If it's genuine. If it's genuine, I will respond. You did not yes. tell me, though, that I was going to stir quite a pot when I wrote OH after Ohio University won, I got everybody in Ohio coming after me for that. Whoa. Whoa. I've been on Ohio's side this entire time, and now I got I did the OH. I figured we carry this thing. It's a state thing, OH. I owe it actually said Ohio on the bracket. Yeah. It would be more OHIO yeah. than OSU was. And all of a sudden, Twitter's like, don't disrespect the Bobcats like that. I'm like, you're right. The other Ohio team was out already. Mm -hmm. Bobcats are already going through. Why didn't you tell me that's not a – that's not an everything in Ohio thing. I, I mean, is that my job to to inform you on all the different traditions that surround Ohio State? Listen, yeah. listen. If you were about to talk, okay, about something popping off at Plumborough Senior High School, I would let you know what's going to really butter the bread, pal. Yeah. I, I would let you know what's going to potentially be a spit in the face. <laughs> I didn't mean to spit in the face. Of Did you? T you didn't let. If you would have reached out to me before you put that OH tweet out, then maybe I, I Facetimed you, you no, didn't answer. Doesn't work. I Facetimed you didn't answer. <laughs> I FaceTimed you, didn't answer. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Is it funny? I, just, I got <laughs> murdered by Ohio State people and Ohio University people all weekend. I was trying to be supportive over there yeah. of that great state mm -hmm. in between the two states that I've lived the majority of my life. Mm -hmm. Actually, all the states that I've lived in, that great state that connects the three. What are you going to mm -hmm. do? Got to drop the ball, you know? That's yeah. what's been happening, right? Yeah. Got to do that.
Sorry about that, Jay Glazer. Sorry for dropping it. Oh, did you see that earlier? Oh, my so God. So he, he popped up in that without you knowing that he was wearing it? Yeah, so I, there was movement in the, you know, <laughs> like there was movement in the peripheral. So I knew something was happening. And then all of a sudden, like when it seemed to dial back down, I looked over and it was the most absurd thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. And once again, we have to say this, <laughs> the person that was on the receiving end of this potential thing does not deserve this. Good guy. Friend of the show, but I'm not sure there's a lot of impressions of this guy going on. He deserves more of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, you said it. It's flattery. I mean, know? it is. It's quite a process, though. I. Just, <laughs> it is quite a process. Uh, holy God! I him. wonder if it's you could say a chance like. The, the good thing that Jay Glazer, the, the sport coat he's wearing, Lou Holtz could also wear that. Listen, AJ, I tried to tell you, uh, I knew that Oral Roberts was going to beat Ohio State if you didn't say I.O., and now you just feel like a big dumb dipshit. And everyone thinks you are. Sorry. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. I was watching that game yesterday, and I thought for sure Syracuse had a, I was shooting at a bigger rim than West Virginia was. Looks yeah. like it. Doesn't it feel like sometimes some teams are just such better shooters? How do, have we – now, listen, this might be the CBD, but have we talked about momentum as a whole – have you and I ever discussed this, AJ? It makes no sense to me. Momentum makes no sense to me. Still doesn't make sense to me. Not sure right. it ever will, but it's a real thing. Big Mo's a real thing. It doesn't make sense to me, though. Why, why does it not make sense to you? Because you and I both know that previous success means absolutely nothing in the present day. Like, it means absolutely nothing. If you don't show up, it's not going to work. Like, like, the fact that a team can, and I think March Madness is filled with that. Like, the fact that these, I think every game almost, teams will stink and then they just flip a switch and they just get hot, 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 hot. And the other team is just like, oh, and you even know, like, the ref's going to make, yesterday I knew there was going to be, a, we were on a run. I knew the call was going to be a charge instead of a block. You just, there's like something that just happens that's it's a very real thing like i'm not saying momentum's not but it still makes no sense to me because like everything that you do in sports has to be so like i have to do this right now or i'll get beat like that type of thing so it just i don't know how the the switch gets flipped there but it seems to happen in basketball and especially march madness more than anywhere else but it happens in every single sport big mo momentum's a real thing it's gigantic i don't think momentum when they t want to talk about momentum from like a game carrying over, like say you, you know, when they say, oh, well, you beat this team earlier in the year, 
you're playing them again in the playoffs or whatever. You're going to beat them. No, there's no carryover there, really. There may be a little familiarity in what they do, but it's going to be a different game. But, like, in-game momentum, is it's it's a thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a – is it just a confidence thing? Like, once you get that momentum going, you feel like you're absolutely unstoppable. And if you're on the other side of it, even if you can tell yourself as much as you want, like, hey, it doesn't matter, man. It's just energy. We just need to use it to our advantage. It's still – sometimes it can feel like, all right, what, what can we possibly do to stop the bleeding? Yeah, and there was a couple times where, you know, I'm sure you've gotten it, right? Like, there's been times where you just knew you were going to make Like, was there ever a time where, in like, maybe in a second half, like, the defense was either getting cooked and then just you kind of switched it on. And you're like, what happens there? Does everybody just start communicating better? And is, does that come simply because of the confidence? I think that is... I think it's very fascinating to me because you get into there's people that talk about like zones, you know, like people get into zones. And I don't think I fully comprehend what that is either. I think it's a, an area where you kind of flip in and you're like, OK, every little thing matters. I'm not going to stray away from that. But the momentum that comes and goes in college basketball is something that is fascinating to me. And the fact that teams on paper aren't supposed to be as good as other teams like Loyola didn't even blink. Like Illinois yeah. got a momentum, didn't even blink. You know, Syracuse, West Virginia got hot. You you would think that thing would just continue, but then Syracuse is like, no, they just bury. It is very fascinating how teams get hot and how teams get very cold. And in basketball, college basketball more specifically, it seems to happen more often than not. Well, it happens the NFL too, right? Like that 35 nothing Colts-Chiefs playoff game, all of a sudden, you know, the second half, Colts turn it on. It's a whole new story. Yeah, but that's you, you just called back to one game there? Yeah. Of course. I, I'm no, but, no, but also think of. about the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess, right? Yeah. Last year playoffs, they had, they had that entire run. The Niners did the same thing. It feels like it does happen in football, but is it as normal as, like, college basketball feels like every yes. single fucking game yeah. is just momentum. Like, no matter what, guy could be the best shooter, but if his team fucked up the last three times going down without him even touching it, there's no way that ball's going in. And it makes no sense to me. Well, you got a 90-year-old silver fox ref in Jim's pocket and else do it. Well, they also have just so many more possessions. Like in football, even like a turnover is the only way you can like quickly because, you know, like you can still – I mean, if a team goes to, you know, they have to pick up two first downs and then you get a three and out, that's not the same as like getting three consecutive steals in a basketball game and like immediate points on top of it. And isn't it fascinating that a turnover can like kickstart a thing? You, you hear the other yeah. team after a turnover actually say put the fire out. But the fascinating thing about that is the 11 people that are going out there to build the momentum on the defense that just made a play are a very different 11 group of people that just made a play. Like the, the people that are on the sideline, they might have absolutely – by the way, they might, have, they might have turned it over the last time they were out there. Yeah. They're, not, they're not playing great. But all mm-hmm. of a sudden, if a different group of people do something, it's like, oh, man, like, oh, okay, we'll start playing good too. It's fascinating, AJ. It's very, very fascinating stuff. I mean, that's probably why March Madness is so – like, people love to watch it and love to be so invested in it because, the yeah, there's no way to really describe why or how it's happening. But you do see – I feel like these – like, there's a lot of really good college basketball coaches out there, and that they seem to find a way to scheme teams up when they get in the tournament. Like, that's – basketball is – college basketball especially, and that's what's fun to watch, I think, how they can uh, like, exploit their uh, matchups, even though they don't have – the athletes that the other team may have. Now we go. Now we're gonna run. Now we're gonna run. Now let's run the screen thing. Great board. Basket weaves. Thank you. I boxed up right here. Board. Oh. 
Outlet. Outlet, outlet, outlet. 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 <laughs> Let's go run it, run it, run it. They're yeah. so good, Loyola. That's it. They're Didn't like, Iowa run a nice – doesn't Iowa run a zone, though? Not anymore. No. no Syracuse does. They switch to it sometimes just because they can't. You know, they're giving up fucking 95 points. You know, they need to figure out something. Syracuse ran a zone yesterday. Yeah, they did. 1-3-1. Put our guy – it was 2-3, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2-3. Syracuse? Yeah. They fucking were beating the shit out of us with that thing. Mm-hmm. I thought we potentially didn't know they are going to run zone. <laughs> really? <laughs> At the beginning. I was like, did we know? Sneak attack 2-3. <laughs> did we know? How about Culver didn't even play that whole game, man? That's our guy. One of our guys didn't even play. What? What happened? I don't know. It was the zone thing I think was fucking with it. Gumpy, we saw it. We're just watching. We're like... That guy had to have IVs put in him. He went back in, scored 10 points, had to get IVs in, scored another 10 points. That guy's a guy. He wasn't out there, I guess, because the zone was crushing him or what? But how did you not – you know Syracuse plays the zone. Yeah, like they came out and they just couldn't pass through it. They didn't shoot the ball when they had chances. Oh, a lot of shoot yelling. Shoot, oh, yeah. shoot. The old guys in front were losing it. Shoot the ball. And then they would grab their mask, pop it off like the coaches, and be a lot of that. A lot of that yesterday. Come on. Run. And then the sign lady, please wear your mask, walks by. God, I hope so. Come on. <laughs> it was a good time. Let's go to uh, Zach in Pennsylvania. What's going on, Zach? Hey, Pat. How's it going? Hey, it's not. Beautiful. Yeah, good. It's a beautiful day in Pennsylvania. <laughs> hey, man. All right. Uh, it is shout good. out to, uh, you know, AJ over there. Yep. Shout out to uh, you. Uh, sh- shout out to Gump. You know, Boston, yep. Connor, Tyson, Fit, Zito, Foxy. Shout out. Shout out. And uh, Mitt on the phone is freaking me out here, you know. Uh, Billy's dad. Shout out. Shout out, Billy's dad. What about Nick, dude? Well, I'm here for Justin. Zito, Hawks. Jeez. This guy. Jay. That's a little tough, isn't it? Hold on, Jay. Jay just got back. Yeah. Welcome back, Jay. Welcome back, Jay. Great to have you back, Jay. We missed you, Jay. It's unbelievable. All right, Zach. <laughs> That's a good call. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Shout out. They're, they're going to clip that one and send it to all the serious hosts to show them how to how to handle callers. <laughs> well, hey, this is how this is hey, this is a good show. What, what do you think his question was? I didn't. I, I saw the um, the subject line that Mitt puts in there underneath their name. You know. I'm sure it was very descriptive. It's a juju in Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, he, he does. Every once in a while, he'll go really. But then the people sit there for a while, so they change their mind completely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, Chad from prison down there in New Orleans is calling back in. Yes, What's going on, right. Chad? Uh, what's that, dude, Pat? <laughs> We're back. Boy. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad. Chad, for those that don't. This is Adam and yeah. All right. Oh. First time right. I get to talk to you, you hear me? I like you. You serious, but you got that slick sense of humor. I like uh-huh. you. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Right. Slick. Uh-huh. Good slick. Where are you right now, Chad? I'm in my house, homeboy. Yeah. I'm free yeah. as a bird. That a boy. Yeah. yeah. Keep that right. going, Chad. Keep that right. going, Bob. Hey, Keep that going. Chad. Like we can just talk if you want, but say Pat, um, that dude who said he was an alcoholic, like a like a football player, that's pretty cool, bro. Because I've been I've Jordan. been myself. Jordan. I got busted at fourteen and went to prison at fourteen and just got out in nineteen. But um, I've been sober for seven years, so that, that's a pretty good thing that that dude said that man for real. Before I get into my bullshit with you, I just wanted okay. to say that. You know? Well, we want to hey, congratulations on seven years. Let's keep that yeah. thing going, Chad. Yeah. 
And shout out to Jordan Poyer, by the way. Jordan Poyer uh, came on the show, did a great job for us, had a great conversation, great football player for the Buffalo Bills. He came yeah. out and chatted about his struggles and how he's sober. So shout out Jordan Poyer. Shout out to you, Chad. What do you want to talk about? That's good when they do that, you know what I mean? Because, like, I do that shit with kids, but I don't have, like, the uh, the statue or the money and all that, but I just tell them the real shit. Some kids listen, but some kids are dumb as fuck. They don't listen. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you know there used to be... Hey, Chad, Chad, you know there used to be a show called uh, Scared Straight. Do you remember that show? Fucking right, yeah, I've seen that shit. Yeah, so I felt like that had a pretty good... Uh, did, it, did that have good results, and is that what you think... Uh, do you do that on a regular basis? You know what, to be honest, Pat, like if we really talking, talking, to be honest, Pat, um, some kids, they do it, but their circumstances is so fucked up that yeah. they get they get controlled by, like, gangs and stuff. It depends on where they live, like, like in the projects in New Orleans and shit. I know, like, it's just the way of life, man. Their mama did it, their daddy did it, so they do it. And it's like little kids, they watch that shit, and they just, they don't have a chance. You know what I mean? They yeah. just don't have a chance. And... You know, when you get older, yeah, I mean, you can think, but if you're not taught that shit when you're young, bro, you, you, you're not going to have a chance to do anything. You know what I mean? It's just it's just, it's just, just the way it goes. But um, Chad, I mean, hold on. Hey, that's a very real thing there, Chad. I had no idea a conversation yeah, I'd be real, No, no, I'm that's... No, yeah, Chad, I'm realizing that, and that's awesome. I think that's why it's a good message, though, because I think we're all learning about that, how, you know, a lack of opportunity yeah. normally leads to a potential life of something that isn't idyllic uh, for a lot of different people. Chad, I appreciate and whenever you call cool. in, man. Wait, wait, hold up, bro. Don't hang up on me. I got no, no, no Chad, you. you're good. Yeah, you're good, Bob. All right, good. I mean, um, Gonzaga's got to get going. First of all, I want to say, like, like now I'm going to get into my shtick with you. You heard me? Yep, gotcha. But, uh, first, yeah, just bullshit. Like, first of all, them dudes who say, like, they had the special group and they're your biggest fans on the seat. When I went in, Twitter, Twitter wasn't big. I don't know how to do nothing like technology. I'm trying, but I tried to win some of your shit. I tried to win some of your shit, and I sent a tweet to my fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, how am I going to fucking sell some money to pay for my wedding when I'm sending shit to myself? I'm like, fuck this, man. (laughs) (laughs) Chad, we'll help you figure it out down there. Hey, Twitter, I think, has become a place that they'll help you through it. And if not, there's a guy, Zito, would definitely walk you right through oh, that. Yeah. Right yeah. through that. Oh, I got a fucking Zito now. I, got a, I, met, I messaged Mitt, but he's just... No, Keep messaging. He'll get back to you. Keep messaging. All right, Chad, we appreciate you, man. Chad's a good dude. Great. Mm-hmm. Chad's a real... Now, listen, we have no idea if any of these humans are real on the other side. <laughs> okay, we have to... We have to very much understand that. You know, long before internet catfishing, there was catfishing phones on a very regular basis, you know? That was a world issue, you know, long before Nev came through and people thought they were potentially about to marry Katy Perry and stuff because of fake. On the phones, we have no idea, you know what I mean? So, But Chad is an incredible story. Guy snuck a phone into jail to listen to our show. Big shout out to Chad. Big shout out, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Now, Chad said he just got caught up, and we have not done any background checks, but what he has told us basically, it sounds like revolves around maybe alcohol or drugs or whatever. Happy's on the other side of that thing. Great to chat with him. Uh, I enjoy like that type of stuff. That was, yeah. uh, that was, mm-hmm. I feel like I just learned some mm-hmm. shit. And what he said is so real, too. Like, circumstances where kids come from it is way more than like one lesson they might get from a like, show. Hey, these documentaries, man. Yeah, all these documentaries are very fascinating about the world that we live in. AJ, uh, shout out to Chad. Though, let's go to John in Jersey. What's going on, John? 
Hey, Pat. Uh, first time calling into a radio show, so you're probably going to have to excuse me. Oh, uh, don't suck. Hold on, oh, John, geez. John. Hold on, John. John. John, we don't need you to set that tone there. I think you're going to do fantastic. I mean, you <laughs> you thought, you know what, I'm going to call in. I have a thought. I have a take. You're going to deliver this in incredible fashion. On, the fact John. that you're like, hey, listen, this might stink. I don't love it, but I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Thank you for setting the table at that point, but I think you're going to exceed it, John. Let's go, John. Hey, let's go, everybody. All right, um, so it was uh, basically about the Jets quarterback situation. I was wondering if, in your, uh, in your mind, do you think the Jets would be better uh, letting Darnold, you know, have one last go at it before, you know, they move on? One last. Or do you think, uh, you know, drafting a quarterback or potentially trading for uh, Watson would be better for them? boy, John. boy, John. You know, like, uh, I don't know how long you thought that through and what you were going to say, but I think you laid it out pretty Nailed good. I think you did pretty good. I, your your question was, do we think the Jets should stick with Darnold or move on? I think that is something that is really the only conversation about the Jets right now, though, John, don't you think? Yeah, pretty much. Aside from, hey, Bob Sala coming yeah. on in there, huh? Love you. Gotta love Bob. You do love Bob, yeah? Big fan? Yeah. All right, John, not a bad call. Okay. John. John didn't have a follow-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. John was excited to get the, yeah. the question out there, but let's get to the answer. Bouncing back and forth, not great, but we'll meet John one day. It'll be a fantastic convo. The Jets, I think, I have no idea what they're going to do. You could see both of those options literally being very feasible at this point. Now, if Deshaun Watson is still being looked at, I would assume people are still looking at Sam Darnold as well at this moment, even though Houston said they've not answered any phone calls and whatever's happening down there, if something that is being alleged is true. We hope justice is served. If not, we hope uh, you get you get to move on. But they said they weren't answering phone calls. People were still calling. I would assume whenever the Jets came out and said, we are answering phone calls, people called about Darnold. It's what can you get in return? What are people expecting? You have a high draft pick. There's, there's a lot of business that's about to get done. And right now, I think one of them is the smoke and mirrors of who's interested in what, AJ? Well, the Jets, are they're picking number two, right? Yeah. So if they don't want to pick a quarterback, if they want to give Darnold a year, they can, they're going to trade out of that pick because we know someone's going to want to take a QB at two. What are you going to get? <clears throat> Maybe a tackle in there? Who are you going to pick up if you want in the draft? Okay, before we get to that, I just thought of something. If they were number one, they're definitely drafting Trevor Lawrence and trading, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. 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 That's crazy, that one game they won or whatever. Mm-hmm. They did their Screwed thing. They, they legitimately now left their entire organization in like a what-the-fuck-do-we-do moment. Mm-hmm. That's Jackson wild. Mayor. Jacksonville mayor had a celebration <laughs> when they beat yep. the Rams. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Wow. Oh, man. That's why all the fans that were pumped for the team that won, you know, the, we, our team won, and then all you, all the other Jets fans were like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> we lost more. Th- and then they were like, oh, you're rude. You you should be happy for the players and blah, blah, blah. As a former player, I think I kind of understood whenever fans were potentially upset that something might have, you know, been happening or not. Now, granted, I, that, that doesn't make me upset. I love the shit out of when we won on the year we potentially almost won completely defeated to get Andrew Luck that next year. I was so happy. But there were some fans that were not exactly thrilled and now that I'm older and I do a show I'm like makes sense but the Jets potentially have Trevor Lawrence sitting there they're going to change the entire shop Sam Darnold cut Sam Darnold now it's okay who do we like how do we like them I think they're potentially the ones behind the upsell publicly of these quarterbacks Mm -hmm. Ooh. Justin Fields now mm-hmm. is allegedly back to being the guy. Remember, all year he wasn't. Then as soon as this season, or he was the guy, number two or whatever, clear-cut number two, and after his best game and his last game, uh, it came out that, no, no, these other quarterbacks are way above him. Now he's potentially coming back up. It's all bullshit right now, AJ. I mean, yeah, you can't believe anything that's going on, but I think if we could predict 
like it was tough to predict what happened in free agency with the, the Patriots <coughs> doing what they did and all of the void years and everything we had happen. I would assume that the time leading up to the draft and the actual draft, there's going to be a lot of moves that we didn't see coming. And, hey, and who knows what these teams may do. Hey, we're going to have a big draft. Yeah. Oh, we're mm-hmm. going to have a big draft. Yeah. Woo! Big. We're starting to plan it now, you know, because we're a big plan ahead yeah. team. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Oh. Well, we have we hired a new we hired a new person to the team. Drawn to the game is now a part of the squad. Graphic designer, mm-hmm. great artist. Nice. Yeah. But okay. to get anything done, yeah. Shout out Gertie. Shout out Gertie. Lucky to have Gertie. But anything like art, artist wise and things like that, you have to like for a you know to give a real artist a shot, you got to give them some time. You know, like hey, can we do a little planning ahead? And I'm like, listen. Not normally our thing, but I think if we can get some dope shit out of drawn to the game, which I think we're going to, we got gonna do it. Now we're thinking head to the draft. We gotta do that big, AJ. We gotta do the draft big. Last year the draft was our big hello to a lot of people that watch us on YouTube, and it was a good time. Oh. Obviously, Aaron stopping by was great. The Packers trading up to get Jordan Love mm-hmm. for one of the most magical moments that of all awesome, time from man. Ty Ty and Mad Mel Kuyper. We gotta we gotta have that moment again, AJ, at least at least one or two more years, don't you think? I mean, I think we, and especially as we move forward from post-COVID someday, like for these big events, these big things that happens in sports, I think we need to be there and we need to be doing like big shows. Yeah, they're going to have people in Cleveland, by the way, for the draft. That is the plan is a live, large, in-person draft in Cleveland. They put out some sketches. It's next to the stadium. They got uh, this big pavilion, it looks like, uh, on the lake. It's going to be windy. It's going to be – there will be a lake effect, but allegedly up there near the lake on the other side of the stadium, they're going to have an entire setup. The NFL draft will officially take place in Cleveland. The draft will be returning to its pre-pandemic form. The NFL says, excuse me, Foch. All right. Excuse me, Foch. We got something to say. We're going back to our pre-pandemic form with fans in attendance, prospects invited to attend, and Roger Goodell announcing picks in person. Mask wearing, social distancing, and capacity limits will be enforced via at my sports update. I think it's going to be a lot like the stadium or the arena I was at yesterday. Only certain places you can stand kind of be blocked off. But the draft says Roger Goodell wants to perform in front of a couple hundred yep. thousand people. The mm-hmm. NFL is making dreams come true. We're going to get that thing in front of about 100, 200,000 people. And you don't think we're going to have boats on this lake mm-hmm. on oh, the yeah. other side. You <laughs> are wrong. I'm excited to see what type of show they put on, AJ. Do you really think they're going to – they say they're going to have 100,000 people? No, no, that was me just – because they – Okay. The last time they said 500,000 or whatever they said was down in Nashville. They were like, we have 770,000. It's like, what? <laughs> what? How, many, huh? how many people – when we did the game in London, I did a uh, – I spoke or whatever with a couple of my teammates. Very thankful to speak over there, by the way. That was very cool of the Colts to let me do that. Uh, Conti, by the way. Uh, shout out, Conti, for shout letting me do that yeah. or whatever. And then we get back on the bus to go back to the hotel or whatever, and they tell us the amount of people that we just spoke in front of. I was like, that seems a little – a little – we just spoke in front of what? A billion people. I mean, <laughs> wow. They, that's basically what it was like. The number was like 600,000 or whatever. They just counted everybody that was on the street in London, I think. Well, yeah, Jake, Jake Glazer reported that, uh, didn't no. he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so it has to be accurate. Those numbers are big, though. Roger, like, in the live performance world – you know, we've looked this up before. Paul McCartney, I think, has a really high one. 
Uh, Bono. No. Yeah, Bono. 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 Mm-hmm. Bono. Bono. Yep, you got it. Bono. Bono, I, I, Bono did well, but Bono, I think, mm-hmm. you know, he had a deal with Apple where his shit went into everybody's phone. Oh, He's yeah. doing pretty good as well. There's like Roger Goodell. That, perf- that went over well, too. People love that. That was the worst. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It still comes on to this day on my Bluetooth whenever I get into my car. Yep. Mm-hmm. I still get something like, what is this? I'm like, ah, oh, remember. Yep. <laughs> they got in. They yes, got they in. Could delete it all, but never think of it in, in enough time. But Roger Goodell has performed in front of so many people. Met physical stunts. He's done the jumping. Oh, oh yeah. Shoulder the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, physical yeah. stunts. Oh, yeah. Just nice. Jokes. I yeah, mean, true. monologues. Mm-hmm. There's jokes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Get out of here, dude. Yeah, there's jokes. He's performed in front of hundreds of thousands of people. He deserves a little bit of credit in that entire thing. That's my commissioner. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. The fact that you choose and allow us to penetrate your ear holes, I am forever grateful for. You guys are the best. The best. Uh, I think we're doing a big giveaway at some point this week. We got a big show coming tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend if you liked it. If not, just act like it never, ever happened. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday night. We'll be back manana. Cheers.